things are getting spooky. You've heard all the stories about what happened here, right? Yeah, like Amityville Horror on crystal meth. And we're making some tough choices. Paxton! Guys, how can you be so sure? When you're old and on your deathbed, whose naked body do you want to be picturing? Wouldn't I be thinking about my kids and grandkids and stuff? No, that's a myth. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, July 15th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. First, your entertainment headlines. Marvel's fan-favorite god of mischief has evaded death once again because Loki has been renewed for a second season. Disney Plus revealed the news in a mid-credits scene during the show's finale on Wednesday via a stamp and a case file for Tom Hiddleston's mercurial anti-hero that said, quote, Loki will return in season two. Dexter is resurrecting a fan-favorite character for its new season. A source confirms to EW that Jennifer Carpenter, who played the titular serial killer's ill-fated sister Deb across eight seasons during the show's original run, will reprise her role on the network's upcoming limited series revival. Representatives for Carpenter did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment, and Showtime had no official comment either. So, how will Deb, you ask, who was killed off in the show's 2013 finale return? Well, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Deb is expected to return via a series of flashbacks throughout the 10 new episodes, which are set 10 years after the show left Dexter working as a lumberjack in an unknown location. Jerry O'Connell is now a full-fledged member of the Talk family. The actor and TV personality, who has frequently guest-hosted the CBS chat show in recent months, was named a permanent co-host on Wednesday's episode. He's essentially filling the seat vacated by Sharon Osbourne earlier this year, and in doing so, he becomes the program's first full-time male co-host. And HBO Max has announced three more new additions to its Sex and the City continuation series, and just like that, Nicole Ari Parker will play Lisa Todd Wexley, a Park Avenue mother of three. Sarita Choudhury will play Seema Patel, a single self-made powerhouse Manhattan real estate broker. And Karen Pittman will appear as Dr. Nia Wallace, who's described as a brilliant yet challenging Columbia Law Professor. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now time to scare up today's top three picks, starting with number three, American Horror Stories, plural. If you think changing things up every season isn't enough, this new spinoff of American Horror Story is the show for you. The anthology series will present a different tale of terror in every episode, a la The Twilight Zone. And talk about a frighteningly good cast. Matt Bomer, Billy Lord, Danny Trejo, Sierra McCormick, Paris Jackson, John Carroll Lynch, and Kevin McHale will all appear on the series. Here's a preview. It's a cinematic experience. Don't look! You're saying I believe in you. I get it. I get it. Ho, ho, ho. There are hundreds of spirits in this place. Most of them not very nice. We're concerned about the effect of violent content on our society. Holy! I'm sorry. 
That was dark. I went dark. I apologize. Yes, things do get a bit dark. It seems the seven-episode season will feature stories about an evil Santa, the return of the Rubber Man from AHS Season 1, now Rubber Woman, and Tipper Gore? Maybe there's an American Crime Story impeachment crossover on the way? Only time will tell. The first two episodes of American Horror Stories are streaming on Hulu now, with new episodes arriving every Thursday. Speaking of horror stories, today's number two pick is Peacock's Dr. Death, a true story that may be more twisted than anything we've ever seen on AHS. Based on Wondery's hit podcast, Dr. Death is inspired by the real-life story of Dr. Christopher Dunch, a one-time rising star in the Dallas medical community. Young, charismatic, and ostensibly brilliant, Dr. Dunch was building a flourishing neurosurgery practice when everything suddenly changed. Patients entered his operating room for complex but routine spinal surgeries and left permanently maimed or dead until two fellow physicians and a Dallas prosecutor set out to stop him. Here's a preview. Hey, doctor. I heard you came across some of Christopher Dunch's surgeries. Sir, there's a lot of bleeding. Focus on your job. How is the patient? Perfect. There's a hemorrhage here. You need to fix it. So there were no complications? I don't have complications. I can't make sense of this. It's like he knew what he was supposed to do. And he did the exact opposite. I could have told you the guy was a hack. What did he do? Dorothy Burke walked in all on her own, and now she's brain dead. Today we will be minimally invasive. He turned him into a quadriplegic. Work ethic was second to none. Ooh, Ted Bundy was a good worker, too. We all make mistakes. But not you. No, ma'am. That would be Dawson's Creek alum Joshua Jackson you hear there as Dunch. The series also stars Alec Baldwin, Christian Slater, and Anna Sophia Robb. In her A-minus review, EW's Kristen Baldwin writes, quote, Part medical drama, part mystery, part catch-me-if-you-can thriller, Dr. Death begins with the dread level at a 10 and just keeps cranking it higher. Sounds like the next perfect binge has arrived. Dr. Death is streaming on Peacock right now. Trivia. It's trivia time. Not long after Dawson's Creek ended, Dr. Death star Joshua Jackson screen tested for the role of what superhero? Spider-Man, Superman, or Batman? Stay tuned for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We 
are all about recommending the hottest new shows here at What to Watch, but today we have a bit of a throwback for you. Well, actually, a major throwback. Joining me today to discuss is EW editor at large, Lynette Rice. Hello, Lynette. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy to talk to you about this very important topic. It's a really important topic. And and look, I mean, some of these shows have been around in various places, but now we have the entire Norman Library kind of in one place within at least, uh, you know, kind of one property, the uh, Amazon Prime Video umbrella, both there and IMDb TV. Uh, so tell everyone what some of these shows are and, and how it's kind of, you know, being split up between the properties here. As far as I'm concerned, uh, these kind of reruns were the true comfort programming. Amazon has been really great about having this whole library of different reruns. I've gone and watched far too much Golden Girls yes. uh, on the platform uh, during the pandemic. And now with this new deal, they Prime Video and IMDb made with Sony TV, they're going to have All in the Family, Good Times, One Day at a Time, and my all-time favorite, which is Maud. And that's pretty freaking exciting. There's also 227, Different Strokes, yeah. The Jefferson, Sanford and Son. I mean, this will be so much fun to watch because, I mean, this is when we were kids. This is what was on the television when we ran to get our, our dinner. Exactly. I don't know about exactly. you, but for me, yeah. I, well, I, I watched a lot of those as reruns, certainly when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, so starting today, the, the ones that you mentioned available on uh, Amazon Prime Video are uh, 227 and Different Strokes, and then on IMDb TV, All in the Family, Good Times, Mod, One Day at a Time. I've got to know, what, um, what makes Mod your favorite of all of these Norman Lear shows? You know, it's funny because what was such a breakout, the breakout quality of Mod back in the day was how very much unfiltered B. Arthur was. She um, she shot from the hip. She spoke her mind. Uh, the show was very important in terms of social issues and wrestling social issues. Obviously, it came on the heels of All in the Family. She was the woman we all aspired to, with the one that would just say it like it is. But it was also just damn funny. Um, there even they had even though there was a story to tell, there was a message to share. There was always a good yuck at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's a cliche statement to say envelope pushing, groundbreaking, but these shows really were because nobody else was doing what Norman Lear was doing at the time. Right. And, you know, the other thing which we're moving farther and farther away from, which makes me so sad, is these were still shows that were done in front of a live studio audience. And we're not seeing those shows anymore. So in addition to being true traditional comedies, what, you know, I Love Lucy set up with, you know, many years ago, they also dealt with, you know, quality storylines, but also they were very funny. So they just hit on all cylinders. And we just don't see these kinds of comedies anymore. I mean, especially a multicam sitcom that tried to hit the trifecta they just don't do it this way anymore and it's sad so what's so great is if you want to be a student of television a student of the sitcom these are programming 101 102 and 103 that you must complete before moving on with your major these are the shows you want to 
watch. And these are the kind that I can watch for hours before I go to bed, which would be much yeah. better than watching TikTok. <laughs> you and me both. Uh, amen to that. All right. Well, as we mentioned, All in the Family, Good Times, Mod, and One Day at a Time are now available on IMDb TV, 227 and Different Strokes on Amazon Prime Video, and then the Jeffersons, Sanford and Son, and Sanford are uh, all coming to Amazon Prime Video later this year. Lynette, thank you so much. My pleasure, Jared. And now, school is back in session for our number one pick, Never Have I Ever. Netflix's teen comedy is back for a smarter, funnier, and sexier season two, as Davy is torn between swim team hottie Paxton Hall Yoshida and her former nemesis, Ben Gross. With an impending move to India, Davy decides to make the most of the love triangle situation and date both of them at once. After all, Ben and Davy have a lot in common, but Paxton is really hot. And how much can really go wrong, right? Well, here's a preview. This is my last chance for an American high school boyfriend. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Paxton. That's why I have to figure out my boy situation stat. What's the alternative? You just date two guys until you move to India? So you're saying I should just have two boyfriends? No. Definitely not. Oh my god. I have two boyfriends. <laughs> I'm on a whole nother level. Ben gets my super brainy side. Paxton gets my mega horny side. Level. You kissing? Your father's ashes have barely begun to drift out to sea. I just got overcome with emotion. What are you gonna do at my funeral? Just have sex on top of my grave? I pray it's a closed casket. So good to see this show hasn't lost a step over the break. And Davy isn't the only one getting more romance this season. We'll see Fabiola explore her relationship with Eve, Eleanor land a new love interest, and Davy's mom, Nalini, get involved with a very dapper dermatologist, played by Common. Here's co-creator Lang Fisher and Porna Jagannathan, who plays Nalini, on what it was like working with the rapper from EW's latest Around the Table video. I would like to just point out yeah. that... Um, Porna, when she was acting with Common, would lose her accent because she was so turned on by him in his presence. <laughs> My favorite comment from Lang is like, what you're doing is this a lot? And you have to remember the character. She's a lot more put together and calm. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited for everyone to see Common too. He's, he's terrific. He sure is. <clears throat> Be sure to check out that full Around the Table video at EW.com, along with our latest digital cover story on Never Have I Ever. And you can stream the new season on Netflix right now. Trivia. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Not long after Dawson's Creek ended, Joshua Jackson screen tested for the role of what superhero? Spider-Man. Superman or Batman? Don't go batty if you didn't get this one. The answer is Batman. Jackson was up for the role of the Caped Crusader in 2005's Batman Begins, but of course lost out to Christian Bale. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch.
Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usdin.